And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David came on Toya S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank. David came on Toya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Go make it up. Let's actually make some... <laughs> And see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Thursday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Lady Burbank. All right, kids, we've got plenty full of good stuff to you. <laughs> huh? <laughs> plenty full of good stuff. Yeah, that's right. And he's not even drunk. Not yet. No. Wait until the painkillers kick in. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yes. And... And I was kind of teasing Sadie about this before we started. I have a special treat for Sadie. Uh, someone sent it in from Twitter, said that they saw this. They linked it all together. So I have a nice little story, but it's for Sadie specifically. And that's how we're going to close it out. Um, so I have a surprise coming. Yes. Yay. I like surprise. Sometimes I like surprise. This week has been a, a kind of a busy week for me. How's it been for you? Uh, let's see. We ripped up a cactus in the backyard, put it in the trash can. Uh, went and got a pedicure. Went to the grocery. Yeah, I've been busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's been just one swinging excitement after another. No, it's been a very ordinary week for us. We did go to the Pistachio Festival. Yes. In Newberry Springs, California. Um, it was very small town festival mm-hmm. type thing but to their credit they had uh, a booth that sold fry bread tacos and I am <clears throat> a serious fan of fry bread anything mm. I love fry bread it's an Indian thing Navajo mostly and used to get them a lot in New Mexico out here they're not as readily available but when you get a chance we always get one and we did so that made the whole trip worthwhile. It was only an hour away, so it wasn't that big trip. Right. Yeah. But you got to but get out. We got out. It was a nice day. It had rained the night before, so it was really pretty. Lots of clouds in the sky. It was a nice, good day. And we got some pistachio nuts. You might have been surprised to hear that. It was, uh, that was the highlight of our week. My highlight is, is for the first time in years... I am in the 260 range. I weigh 268 pounds. Yeah, and you started at 296 pounds. Awesome! You've lost almost 30 pounds. Yes. Oh, they're going to be so mad at you. Yes. Has anybody done that well? Do you think? There's one other person that is kind of we're like neck and neck. Yeah. But I, I think I've got them beat. Board on. You got how many more weeks? Three more weeks. Three more weeks. Yeah. Yes. I now, now is when it seriously kick in because it's and and add a little bit of regular food to your diet because you don't want your body to go into preservation mode. Right. If it does, then it'll stop your weight loss. Well, I knew I was going to pay for it today. Yesterday, as of this recording, yesterday was Lacey's birthday. Mm-hmm. She turned twenty nine years old. Yes, I can. <laughs> I've second. done that several times myself. Yeah. For the second time around. Yeah. Um, and I, I 
I decided that I was going to celebrate it with her.、Mm-hmm. So we had steak and、mm. we had shrimp.、Mm. And Lacey makes this. It's a kind of a shrimp cocktail. She mixes it with uh, uh, the sauce and cream cheese.、Mm. And we have it's like with Ritz crackers. It's、mm. very good.、Mm. Um, I knew I was going to pay the piper today.、Uh-huh. And I yeah, I consumed I. I ate a little bit more than what I was expecting. Yeah.、Um, I ate maybe about a half of the steak. Yeah. And we got a nice juicy New York steak. Yeah.、Um, so I ate half of that, and I ate the shrimp, and it was so. I mean, it was it funny was because good,、huh? it was absolutely delicious. I know it's funny when I used to tell people when you get when you get really excited that you're having a sliced tomato, you know you're on a serious diet. Yeah. You know, and it's true. You get you get. To have some food, and it's like, oh my god, I haven't eaten in years. But you'll be surprised; that's not going to affect your diet results all that much, because if you sat down and actually added up all the calories that you consume, exclusive of the cake, I know about the, I know about the, the cheesecake, the cheesecake.、Yes. I heard about that part, but、um, exclusive of the, the cheesecake. You didn't take in all that many calories in the first place. Beef, even well marbled beef, is not all that fattening. It's generally considered to be a diet food, actually.、Right. <laughs> and the shrimp too.、Um, you know, maybe the cream cheese. I don't know how much there was in the sauce, but you know, whatever few calories you took in is not going to be all that much, especially if you're fairly active through the day. You know, you are chasing a kid around. Yeah, <laughs> busy. Chasing the so kids and probably, going running bills. Yeah, and, it probably if you go back on your regular regime, which is today,、yeah. which is today, then you should not notice that much of a change. The only thing I notice today is it feels like I have a brick in my stomach. Yeah, well, that's because the 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 liquid that you drink has, as I told you, it has not only diuretic but also laxative properties. Right. And in so far as it it has a very high fiber content, that's why it's laxative. It doesn't have a laxative, right? But it's high fiber content, and that keeps you going, keeps you empty, and so you feel lighter when you eat. A lot of times, especially steak and stuff like that, kind of sends you just sort of sit there, right? You know, like a brick in your stomach. So yeah, you'll notice that. But but then when it hit me.、Mm. I was on my way to the to the bank, and it hit me. It like dropped. I'm like, oh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so、yeah. I I stopped off at a Circle K, which I know everybody there. I'm like, usually you know you have to go in and ask, and, and、yeah. but I've been going there for years. So you know where the、in. restroom is. Yeah, I ran in. I'm like, <laughs> that way. I'm pointing. <laughs> And I ran, and I, I said,、oh, "Just in time." Yeah. And then while、yeah. you were gone, I was like, "I feel good right now." Well, that's good. I'm glad. And we glad had a, got it all out of your system, so to speak. <laughs> and we had a, a really good、uh, time together yesterday.、Yeah. We, you know, we ate, we talked, and saw a movie. You watched a movie. Yeah. yeah, we both enjoyed. So、yeah. it was all in all, it was a, a very good day yesterday. Terrific. Well, she deserved it. Um. As I'm planning, as of tomorrow, actually maybe tonight, the the first draft of the Mongers the movie we're working on,、mm-hmm. the first draft should be finished.、Right. I am finishing. I'm halfway through the third act, so、right. I'm almost finished with that, and、yeah. it, it is it's really it's interesting because 
there's some things that, because you know we talked about it on the podcast that's where the story comes from and I'm listening to it and I'm like ah uh, no you know there's some things that I have to omit mm-hmm. out of the story just because continuity mm-hmm. you know when you're sitting there just t- bullshit and tell a story anything works oh yeah but when you're actually yeah. putting it down for visual you're like oh that, that doesn't yeah. work yeah there was like one scene where all of a sudden the uh, fireplace popped up in a bedroom i'm like where the fuck am i gonna get a fireplace yeah, to put in I'm, a bedroom i i i do that a lot too especially with convict mm-hmm. i ramble in writing you know and i'll be typing away and i'll go oh, that's that's what it did what's up wait a minute who are those people i don't remember introducing them into the story you know it right just, you do that they just pop in yeah it's like it's like sitting down and telling yourself a bedtime story Exactly. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> I'm uh, situating things here for our, our okay. first segment of the night. Well, we, I can say because well, we didn't do the Twitter thing yet, but I can tell you ahead of time we don't have any emails, so yes. we don't have and any brown bag tonight. That's because um, way I, because we recorded late last week, and by the time we finished recording late last week, we were kind of past our deadline to put out a show. Uh-huh. So I held the show that. We recorded last week and it went out today. Oh, oh, okay. See, I didn't even know that. Huh. Okay, well so, then that's why we didn't get any email. So that's why we'll we'll get an email. Well, we technically did get an email, mm, but we're not going to talk about. We're it. We're not going to talk okay. about it until later, at the end of the show. Later, later, later. Okay, so we'll have two shows tonight then. Or no, you won't put tonight. You won't put this show out. Tonight. No, not tonight. No. I'll put it out next week because this is actually Thursday again. Right. We had issues through the week that that made it necessary for us to podcast a couple of days later than we usually do. It's so we're actually podcasting on a Thursday. So yes. when he said, yeah, it's Thursday night, it's really it really Thursday. is Thursday <laughs> night. Um, yeah, it's just, I've been really, just really busy with everything. Yeah. And um, Well, you've had issues with your son's health and stuff like that you've had to mess with. So, and that does always come first. Yes. Always. So, no biggie. I'm sure all our listeners would forgive us our lack of um, punctualism. Punctualism? Oh, wait until we start Is making that. The right the, word? that yeah, actually, that's perfect. But I was going to say, wait until we start making the movie. Mm. Then we're really going to be mm. missing some weeks. Mm. Maybe we should bank a few extra shows one of these days. We should sit down and bank up a bunch of shows. Because we're one ahead right now. Oh, good. Well, we need to be about 15 ahead. Can we do 15? Absolutely. We can do as many. I mean, not all in one night. But we can maybe do three or four. Oh, yeah. But that's coming up soon. And um, to probably Sadie's relief, I've been talking to a gentleman that he wants to see the finished product of the script. And he's may be interested in, in investing a large sum. I love him. I love him. So good for him. Yeah, we need we need all the input like that we can get. Anybody who wants to be in the movie biz <laughs> you have some bucks. We we can make you an angel. That's Absolutely. what they call them on Broadway, you know. Angels? Investors, yeah. That, really? Yeah, that, that, that produce shows that, uh-huh. that put the bucks behind have you ever seen the movie The Producers? Yeah. For fuck's sakes. I've seen it. Well, those... Which one did you see? The first one or the 
the remake with Broderick in it. Uh, I've seen both of them. I know both of them by heart. The one with Broderick. Yeah. That's the second one. Um, with uh, the, and with all, the, all the little old ladies. Uh-huh. Those are angels. Ah. They're investors in, in their production. Yeah, they call them angels. Man, Absolutely. Dude. And look at it this way, kids. The more you put in, a dollar's welcome. Oh, heck yes. And the Send mo- your pennies and nickels in. Absolutely. <laughs> because the more money that is invested from the outside, the better that this film is going to be. Why? Hmm? Why? Because we can invest more money on better props, oh. better product, all oh, together. I see what you're saying. Okay. I thought maybe because it was money from the outside. I no. got gotcha. you. Okay. So, um, in fact... Nah, well, I'll just plug this. I think maybe, like, in the next week or two, uh, you and I, your husband, Lacey, uh, we're going to be doing some scout shooting up in Big Bear, which I'm looking forward to. I think that's going to be very fun. I mentioned it, Ernie. What do you think? Okay? At first he goes, uh-uh. I go, oh, it'll be fun. Come on, let's go. Oh, all right. You know how guys are. You're a one. Right. You know. I said it'll be fun, you know. We can scout out a piece piece of fish at the same time. There you go. You can bring his camera. Mm. You can. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I just had fun. Bring his fishing pole. No. Well, no. I I was thinking because I was I was joking at first. I was going to bring his camera, but if we like videotape. Well, I know that's that's such an old term now, huh? I know, video people tape. are going, video, tape, <laughs> what? If we... I saw, I saw, on TV there was something the other day, and Ernie said, go set it up to tape it. And he looked at me, and I, yeah, I know, honey. <laughs> I know what you mean. But, but that's we've said that for so many years, it's hard to just say record. Yes. Yeah. But, right. anyway. but if we record, like our, our literal, literal adventures, mm-hmm. you know, like we can record bits <clears> and pieces <throat> of the... the Tech Scout, we'll, you know, when we go mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. And we can put that up on, because, you know, I've already purchased the mongers.com. I've already purchased the oh, website. Good. I've already registered it on the Facebook. I've already registered it on the Twitter. Which reminds me, did you did you contact those people that keep wanting my tax information? Yes, and I will talk okay. to you later yeah, about that. Don't let us forget. Okay. Um, and we can, like, maybe have the, the listeners on the podcast and, and possible viewers of the movie, they can kind of follow along about the pre-productions yeah. and the steps that we yeah. do. Oh, yeah. We and can do that. And it, it only has well, to what be are like, we going to video record with? We don't have a video recording machine. I have an iPhone. Lacey has an iPhone. Oh, that's right. You have a smartphone. I can yeah. take pictures with my phone. <laughs> I can take still shots. That's true, too. Ching, ching, ching. Little teeny tiny pictures. So. Everybody gives me a hard time because I don't have a smartphone. <clears throat> I claim it's because I'm not smart enough to use one. Fact of the matter is, I don't want to spend the fucking money on it. It's just outrageous. It How is. fucking outrageous. You have how much does your annual contract cost? A lot. A lot. Yeah. Plus, you got to do it for two years, not just one. They make you do two years, and then if you back out of it, then they really nail you. About twenty-two hundred a year is roughly. $2,200 a year? Yeah. Are you nuts? And that's for one phone? No, two. Oh, for two phones. But even then, Jesus Christ. That, uh, <laughs> see, I said I never swear and, and take the Lord's name in vain in there. I just did it. Yeah. So you can't believe a damn thing I say. <laughs> Anyhow, that seems a little stiff for me. I can't bring myself to spend that much money on 
my telephone. Now, you, yeah, because you do other stuff with it. Right. You go places, you do things, you take pictures. You... I don't. I don't go anywhere or do anything. I don't need to take a bunch of pictures or, or have a, a bunch of apps. That I'm home. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I don't need apps that do stuff. I have compute. We have three computers in my house. Right. I almost have more computers than television sets. Almost. I don't need a a well, teeny see, a teeny tiny portable computer. Is what that is. I don't. And for that kind of money, no. Um. And uh, and for the record, I really don't give you that much hard time because it, it fits no, your you life. No, you don't. You don't. Not really. It, it fits your lifestyle. So yeah, you know, it, it works. Yeah, it it totally works. Lacey keeps telling me I'm gonna I'll break down and get one one day, but. Until they make it more reasonable, price-wise, right? I, I, I won't, and and it really isn't because I don't think I could handle it. I I think what it is is they're probably reasonably priced for what they give you, but I just don't need their product. Right. Well, you have a G tab, and essentially a G tab is a smartphone. Essentially that. So. Yeah. So there you go. All right, kids. Anyway. So we're going to take pictures and maybe put them on the website. Yes. That'll I be think fun. that'll be fun. We're, be fun. we're moving closer and closer to pre-production, so this is, Yay. This is good. Yay. All right, kids, we also get together each and every week, and we find out what's going on on our Twitter page, and we call this our Twitter Tweets. We had Twitter Tweets this week. We only had two kids come. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you're talking about. No, okay, I get you. Twitter tweet. No, my feet. Okay, we had a nice little flux. I think we jumped up uh, about 22 more. I think we yeah. were like 1601 last week. I don't know, but something like that. And this week we're up to 1623. We are slowly climbing. We're and you're going to show me how to get Sadie Burbank on Twitter. Yes. For those of you that thought, well, we went through all that. No, we went through all that with Sadie Burbank's real name. Right. Sadie Burbank is my nom de plume, as it were. And uh, so none of you all know who that is when you see it on Twitter, when you see my real name. Right. So we're going to fix it so it's Sadie Burbank on Twitter. And right. And you'll know it's me, and then you can follow me. Yes. When I know what I'm doing, which is going to be never. <clears throat> but I'll try. I'm as I will. I know you will. <laughs> So we had a nice little jump. Uh, we're at sixteen twenty-three. Uh, I didn't. I haven't had an opportunity to go through and see how many we dropped this week, just because of how busy things were. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but we're still even at if we drop some, we're still up. So that's it for this week's good. Twitter tweets. Good. 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 Thank you all for following us. Now, normally this is where we come in and say this is the brown bag special. Right. But we and don't. I already blew it. Yeah. Said we don't have it. We don't have one. Okay. So let's just go ahead and move right along. This is the. Uh, oh yeah, helping hand. No wait. No. Semi famous Tucker Soup. Yeah, we need to do this. Each and every week, we get together and we find out what poor semi famous fucker who done up and croaked. Shame on them. And we call this saying goodbye. All right, this week is. Uh, She's she was known for um, welcome back, Cotter. Oh, Cotter, thank you. How could you say welcome back and not know Cotter was right after? I that? just had a blank because you didn't grow up 
in that era. No. Or you weren't around when that show was on. That's how... In fact, I didn't know. I knew her for something else, and that's where the video is going to come oh, into play, okay. something else. Yeah. But me researching her, I didn't even realize that she was on that show. I've heard of it before, but I didn't know. Oh, okay. okay. Well, at least you've heard of it. That's true. Probably a lot of our listeners have never heard of Welcome Back, Potter, with... Uh, what's his name? Gabe? What's his name? Gabe? I, I've never seen an episode. Gabe, 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 Gabe. Wait, let me get my tablet there. Oh, we need a little three-in-one on that mic stand. Yeah, it's loud. <laughs> Sounds like a creaky door in a haunted house. But anyway, uh, while she's doing that, Marsha Stratman is who we're talking about. Um, she lost her battle with cancer this mm-hmm. week. And she passed away at a very young age. Let's see where we're at. She was... This is Marcia Stratman, versatile actress who best known for her role in Gabe Kaplan's... That's it. ...wife on <laughs> 70s sitcom Welcome Back, Cotter. Uh, died Friday, according to reports. She was only... 66 years old Mm. now from where I know her is she played alongside Rick Moranis in Honey I Shrunk the Kids and Honey I Blew Up the Kids really that's her yes I did not realize that was her yes I love those movies Um, I like Rick Moranis anyhow yes you know what my favorite movie of his is hang on all of a sudden it's right there and it's going going gone oh fuck what's the movie where the plant oh uh, Little Shop of Horror yes 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 he is so good in that he sings great he does he really sings great or he did then yeah I I like that one (laughs) did you know that's a remake yes do you know who was in the first one I've seen the first one I'm trying to think of who it was Somebody very, very, very well known in the industry. I'm pulling the blank. Jack Nicholson. Yes, yes. Yes, it's one of his first endeavors. Anyway. But um, anyway, so that's what I pulled for us to watch this week is from. I didn't realize that's who she was. Huh. I mean, I saw those movies, but I didn't realize her history. Right. Well, Zelensky, you pulled it off. Who would have thought? Dr. Hendrickson, that looked like some sort of rifle that you were shooting at my baby. They were tranquilizer cartridges. They wouldn't have hurt him, I assure you. Oh. Tranquilizer cartridges. <laughs> Never cross my We've got an emergency here. Dr. Hendrickson needs help. He's overcome with a prospect of having to find a new career. <laughs> hey, big fella. Is this what you were looking for? Wayne, uh, Nick and Mandy. Weren't they? In Adam's, Adam's pocket. Don't tell me. Oh, my God. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Nobody move. Don't worry. I have highly specialized equipment to deal with this. I'll need the helmet and I'll need the dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cute movie. It is. It's very cute. Um, 
So. Well, I'm sorry to see the boat. Yeah. And I, I don't, like 66. I said, I'm only 66 years old. Mm. So that's it for this week's semi-famous fucker who crows. Bye-bye, Marsha. All right. We also move right along because sometimes people... Uh, how do I put this? I do it every week, but I always have to think about how I set it up. Each and every week, we find out what famous person put aside their ego and did something good for us, the average Joe. And we call this the helping hand. You know who's the helping hand this week? I have no idea. This week's helping hand is Oprah Winfrey. Oh, good old Oprah. Oprah to the rescue. Yes, that's right. Um, she. Okay, let me set this whole thing up because it's his. I just read the headline. That's why I'm giggling. Yes, it, it's the whole setup, and I've got pictures too. Oh, I bet. <laughs> um, so what happens? Oprah is being driven by her chauffeur, and this lady's like, "Oh, it's Oprah!" She's kind of stepping out in the street, trying to see Oprah through the you know the yeah. tinted windows. Well, she got a little too close, mm. and the driver inadvertently ran over her foot. It's a little bit inside. Yeah, that's what I kept saying in the ball at the ball game the other day. Little when the pitcher was hitting bad, pitching bad balls, I go just a little inside. Anyway, Oops. so. What happens is, instantly, the driver pulls over, and poof, Oprah jumps out. Poof. Oprah. She jumps out. Poof. Okay. Yeah. And, there's, and this is actually of the scene. And Oprah's like, are you okay? Da, 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 da. And the blonde lady, that's the, that's vic- the, one the victim. That, yes. And just pointy heels. Yes. She doesn't look too hurt. No. And coincidentally, of course, you know, the, the fan is a... Or, the lady is a big fan of Oprah, and she's like, "Oh my God, you ran over my toe! That's so awesome!" <laughs> and uh, you know, they they had a brief chit chat back and forth. The lady's like, "No, I'm not going to press no charges or anything. It was my fault." And that was a, a good thing for Oprah. There they are. They got a nice little, you know. And to be completely honest with you, um, her toe doesn't even look red or swollen. Oh, so nothing. I, doesn't look like it really got run over. It might no. have got nudged a little by the tire, but uh, well, she'd have been where she should have been and minding her own damn business. It would yes. never have happened. But then she acknowledged this fault. So, to her credit, I have to say. But you know, Oprah was a good enough person. She she didn't know exactly what the extent of the injury was at first, but she was she was the first one to you know to interact. You know, she jumped out of her limo and she wanted to make sure that. Was con- expressing concern. Yes. Instead of just going, drive on. Yeah. Winfred or whatever his name is. <laughs> I don't know his name. Alfred. Is it? Oh. <laughs> so Hen- Henry. Yeah. Henry. Henry. Carry on. Oglethorpe. <laughs> so Oprah Winfrey is our helping hand this week because she showed concern. Did they? Did she insist the person go to the doctor? Or? No. They got a nice little exchange information. No, they got a nice little photo out, and that's all that she needed. And she looked so thrilled to be. What is she dressed for? Oh my god! This one, the blonde or Oprah? The the victim. That's just the way people dress out in the street. Yeah, that's just the way people dress nowadays. I mean, is she going to a party or something? Maybe. Maybe. Because I get the the blue jean thing with the dressy top. I get that. I've uh-huh. done it myself. It's very convenient and comfortable. I get it. But I just 
Maybe she was. I usually keep the upper half of my torso covered. Right. Because at my age, nobody wants to look at a naked upper half of my torso or any part of my torso naked. Trust me on this, okay? Um, anyway. So Oprah is our healthy Good for her. <laughs> Oprah's helped a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Yes. Significantly. And I was helping, I was happy that we found a, a helping hand this week because it's been kind of... It's hard to do. You can't always find them. It's getting they're a not, lot tougher. They're not always out there. Yeah. All right, kids. Now we come to the heart of the matter, the meat and potatoes of the show. We call this the headline news. And boy, do I got some headline news. Some juicy goods. Now, poor Casey Kasem. Now, he's he's, he's dead and dead. gone. Yes. But he's not buried. No. It's been four months since he's passed you away. He's probably getting a little right. He is in a freezer in Switzerland. I certainly hope wherever he is, he's in a freezer. Yes, he is a freezer. No. Unless he's six feet under. And then... Now, here's the thing. Yeah. In Switzerland? In Switzerland. Okay. There's a story behind that. Of course. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it. Now, <clears throat> here we go. Pull it up for you. Yeah. Um, now, this is what's going on. The reason why they didn't bury Casey... <laughs> Was because part of his will was was stated that you know his estate had to be properly situated before he could be buried. That for some reason was in his will. So um, one of the things that this is how he ended up in Switzerland. The daughter of Casey Kasem filed for an autopsy. She was going to pay for the autopsy. She believed that Casey's wife. The crazy one. Remember a few mm. months back, she was throwing hamburger meat, you know, reading from the Bible, throwing it at the family. Remember that? Yeah, kind of. She off a rocker. Um, she said that the daughter said that Casey's wife was abusing him and she wanted an autopsy to prove that. Well, at the time, the wife had custody of Casey's body. She took Casey's body and herself and went to Switzerland. And they don't have extradition in Switzerland. No. Probably not for something like that. So she's ditching. But the sad thing is, is, I mean, that was doing something like that, that's just screaming, I did it. Well, I did something or wrong. Or I'm really nuttier than a fruitcake. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's going on right now is they're, they're trying to get Casey's body back in the States. Um, and but she can't get a hold of it either. She can't get somebody there to do an autopsy. She, she can't get a hold of the body to do. Yeah, an she the the wife is right. Mm. So that's what's going on right now, mm. and it's just absolutely insane. Because let this poor man rest. You know? Well, now let's Our, well, let's be realistic. Okay, the man's dead. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so wherever he is, he's in a better place. Right. The garbage left over. Okay. Is. There's no, it's not a matter of resting. I'm sorry. I'm very, I'm very pragmatic when it comes to bodies. Dead bodies are garbage. Okay. I know that a lot of people are going to be off put by all of this, but as far as I've been taught and as far as I have come to believe, once I leave my body, I don't need it anymore. You can do anything you want to with it. I'm still going to be resting in wherever the hell I'm going to be resting. Right. 
with or without you doing anything to my body. Well, it's it's more like show some respect, Miss Barry. Respect, I get. Yes, I get the respect thing. And 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 what is sort of irritating to me is the to do that's being made for the public's eye by these family members. It, it doesn't show respect for him. No, it not doesn't at all. show respect for apparently what he wanted. Although I noticed the headline says it shows the importance of pre-planning, um, and you know, which brings up an interesting point because Ernie and I talk all the time about at our age we should have um, what do you call them? Wills? No, before that, uh, <clears throat> in the hospital. Don't oh, advanced directives. Yeah. We don't have those. I've got the paperwork for them, but you got to take it to the doctor to sign it and the PIA. So we never have done that. We both know what we want and don't want. Right. But in the horrible event that both of us would be incapacitated at the same time, there wouldn't be anybody to stand around and say, they don't want that. Right. Nobody who can legally do it anyway. So, yeah, we know we should do that. We know the pre-planning part of it is important. And... As far as, like, the will, you know, what to do with our house and our worldly goods and all of that stuff. We haven't never done anything like that either. And my brother-in-law is a lawyer. And right. I've talked to him about it. He said, oh, just let them fight it. <laughs> just let them fight it out among themselves. And I'm like, geez, Kenny, that's not, that's not very considerate of my kids. You know, I hate to put my kids through something like that. Right. So I keep thinking one of these days I'll at least write a little note. You know, because we want to leave the house to Bob and then let them divvy up the proceeds from the rest of the crap and all that. I should at least put a note in the safe that says that. What's the problem with that? Can you think offhand what that would be? How are they going to get into the safe? Zach Delundo. Yeah, they don't know how to get into the fucking safe. So I told, I gave Bobby a hint for the combination to the safe. Okay. I gave him a hint. And the numbers are composed okay. by this. I didn't tell him what that was. I just said, this This is how we got the numbers. So he has to be able to figure out the clue to get the numbers. Hey, that's cool. I think, that's I think cool. it's good. I think it's good. It keeps it secret. That way, and it, and I don't know why I did that, because he, I trust him not to just come and get into my safe, right. you know, as far as that goes. Uh, and and even if I didn't, if he figured it out, he could still come and get in my safe. So I don't know why I do that. I just do stupid stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. Um, just a real fast thought. See, my my dad, who is you know, no longer with us, um, he had a safe as well, mm. and it took Lacey's know-how. Mm. I sometimes she just blows me out of the water with how she does it. Anyway, she's the one who figured out the combination. Oh, yeah? Oh, very cool. Well, ours is actually a, a, a set of numbers that no one, and I mean no one living except Ernie and I, have a clue what that is. There's just nobody living that knows. The only other person who might know is no longer with us. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. It's a perfect combination, a perfect number. But, um, like you said, they can't get in. They can. All they have to do is get someone to come in and, and you know prove that they're the the heirs the owner, to, yeah. the, to the home and like that and have it broken into so I'm not really that worried about them getting in there 
but um, you know, it's just one of those things where you say, ah, I should do that, but then you just never do, you yeah. know, and then it's too late, like poor Casey Kasem, you know, being dragged all over. You know, I've always wanted to go to Switzerland, but that's kind of the wrong way. <laughs> Defeating the purpose. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to go that way. But anyway, at least it'll be cool. That's true. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member to receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Moving right along, we move into, and I've, I've moved him into my second number two rack because, well, you know. 
Uh, it's not that oh, bad, but oh, but yeah. I see a name. Justin Bieber. Now, good old Justin. He's driving around in his uh, his uh, limo, and he sees this beautiful girl walking down the street, and he kind of pops out and he's talking to her and flirting with her. Well, it just so happens that beautiful girl, her name was, let me find her, she's a uh, an Indian girl. Her name is Jacqueline Eunice. Uh, she is a model. And just so happens the paparazzi were, were following her because she's a fairly popular uh, model. Mm. Well, what the conversation that went, took place between, well, it wasn't even a conversation. She kind of blew, well, you don't get to watch it, but okay. Justin Bieber did all the talking. You know, he, of course. He was trying to be swag, yo. Yeah. And, you know, uh, well, yeah. Because he's so wonderful. Not. Now, did you hear what he said? He said something about wonderful and something about her dress. And but did the did that paparazzi guy push her over to the car? Uh huh. That's not cool. Um, but here's let's do listen listen to what he said. Okay. He compares her to somebody. Oh, start it all up again. Did you catch that? No, because I hear her saying thank you so much, but I don't hear what he said before that. Well, he said, wow. Mind you, this is Justin being swag, yo. Yeah. He said, wow, you look like Princess Jasmine. You mean the cartoon person? Yeah. So I I went ahead. I was bored. Well, I'm not really bored, but I thought it would be a comparison because she was turned her. We seen her back, we seen the side of her face, but we really didn't. That's see That's like me saying, "Oh, you're so handsome, you look like Aladdin." In the yes. what? So I just wanted to see what the similarities were. Oh yeah, okay. That's her. That's uh-huh. the model. And that's her. And she, he thinks that she looks like. Um. Uh... Now, <clears throat> mind you, I've I've been out of the dating business for almost twenty years. But I know... And I even longer. <laughs> I know enough to know, you know, if you're going to pick up on somebody... Don't compare them to a cartoon Exactly. Character. In fact, in fact, gentlemen, just FYI, don't compare a woman to another living being, animated or not. Right. A woman doesn't want to be told, oh, you're so pretty, you look just like so-and-so. Just stop with you're so pretty. That's fine. We get that. Okay? <laughs> Don't start telling me I look like somebody else. Oh, yeah. I want to be liked for me for how I look. Not that I look like somebody else that you think is really prettier, but, gee, I look a lot like her or whatever. You know, I mean, that was just totally the wrong tack. Yep. Mr. Swagyo is Mr. trying to. Mr. Swagyo needs to grow the fuck up. But he he Jeez. bombed hard, and yes, yeah. the paparazzi did. He pushed her over. He there pushed the her car. over there because they wanted the pictures picture together. The yeah. If you know that's, I'm sorry, but legally, that's assault. That is assault, and I he he's damn lucky she didn't push that one because she could have. Yes. Speaking of assaults, um, our next topic is just an assault on humanity. 
as a person in general. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian. Ah. Now, good old Kim. Yeah. Kim has. Did a- you see that? I'm sorry, but did you see that thing in the paper where a uh, picture of Bruce Jenner? Uh, oh, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I saw that. I was proud that I even saw it. Because <laughs> I never know what to, what's coming. Right. Anyway. Um, so, Kim has this mobile app that is a video game, and you go around Hollywood and you, you buy these little things, and the more money you need, like, if you need a, a $1,000, you pay an actual dollar for $1,000 to buy these virtual, like, shoes and dresses and stuff like that. You mean it's like pretend shopping? Exactly. She's not doing enough shopping shopping? She has to do pretend shopping, too? Yeah, it's, a, it's a game. Yeah, you're... Well, you're I know it's as, a game, but I mean... You're as Kim Kardashian doing mm. the shopping. Well, oh, this gets better. It has made over $150 million. This app? This app. Out of that app, her contract says that she gets $80 million. So because she is a a know-how in the world of marketing and the world of mobile technology, uh, they had a mobile technology conference this week, and they invited Kim... To be a speaker. Mm-hmm. So she went. Now, mind you, this is the same woman who became famous because she did a sex tape. Not right, because she's. Right, right. Not because she's got a PhD in anything. Right. Yeah. Now, I did, I did post a video, and we might touch a little bit on the video, but it's really long. It's like 30 mm-hmm. minutes long. No, I don't want to go there. Um, but I will put it up on the website so you guys can listen to it. Or not listen, but watch it. Mm hmm. But uh, she did, there's there's some really good quotes here. Um, So Kim went and she went to go talk about her her success in the mobile app business. And that's her at the conference. And let's see, number one. That woman was looking at her like I would if I were there. Like, are you real? Yeah, really. Okay, let me blow this up a little bit because I need to read these quotes. These are direct quotes, and you, if you listen to the video, listen to her speak, this is what she's actually saying. And it just blows my mind. How the fuck is this woman even rich? Why am I not rich? I know. I know. Okay, first one, she talks about how she loves her BlackBerry. Yes, she has an iPhone, but... It's- Do they still have BlackBerries? Yeah. Do they really? Yeah, they I still do. I thought that was a thing of the past. In fact, our show runs on, because BlackBerry has a um, online radio. Oh. We run on BlackBerry radio. Oh, well, I certainly didn't know that, or I would never have said anything like, are they still around? Yeah. Oh, well, um, pardon the fuck out of me. <laughs> she does have an iPhone, but she's a she big does. fan of... Oh, sorry, the, the head... Boppy just caught my attention. Yeah. What is she? <laughs> I, I'm afraid to what look down. What is she doing? Oh, oh she's she's God. talking on her iPhone. She talks like that. Maybe she's just in that mode all the time. <laughs> is that what you call fucking on the phone or what? I guess. Uh, but it says that she's a big fan of the now discontinued BlackBerry Bold, which was um, a, a, a type of phone that they had. Okay. Uh, and stocks up on them on eBay. So, even though they no longer make them, she buys them all on eBay. 
How many do you need? Isn't it just a phone? Yeah. It's, well, well you know, the funny thing is, is it's the BlackBerry Bold was just as the whole smartphone was starting to be developed. So it, it's almost a hybrid. It's between the type of phone that you have and the phone I have. Do you, do you, do you use different ones different times of the day, like shoes? I mean, what? Why she do might. you need? Why do you need more than one? You got me. You really got me. On I don't that understand one. that. It says maybe they're different colors and they match her outfits. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'm um, seriously. That must be it. Okay. It says my BlackBerry is my heart and soul. <laughs> I love it, and I'll never get rid of it. I don't oh, know why I'm giving her a southern I accent. Don't either. That's an insult to the lovely the, people of the south. Yeah, sorry, Russell. Oh. I see. I do have an iPhone, and I use it for a phone, but. If you write an email and you need to type fast, I like having the keyboard. She told Swisher, who was the you know who's holding mm-hmm. the, the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't even have them in stores anymore. I buy them on eBay. It's a BlackBerry Bold, and I like to have three in my room that I line up in case they break. So she has three on hand. Are they? Prone? Is she saying the same thing over and over and over again there? Yeah. Oh, thank God, because I thought that's how she was talking. Uh, did they break a lot? What is that, in case they break stuff? I don't know. Um, that's not exactly a uh, you good, know a good thing to say about them. I've, I have three of them in case they break. What is I've, that? I've had several cell phones in my life. That's me. I was just having oh. one. Uh, somebody was knocking on the door. Sorry, I was kind of trying to pull. That's okay. Um, the only phone that I've ever had experience break, I quickly got rid of that and went yeah. to a new phone. Yeah, I, that would be my move. To a whole new brand. I wouldn't buy like 10 of them so that when one broke, I could just rely on the other nine. I'd, uh, See, because unless I made money off of buying them, right. which apparently she does. That's true. Spend money, make money. Well, now that she... <laughs> I've always heard you have to spend money to make money. This is true. She seems to know all about that. Well, now she she just plugged BlackBerry Bold. So let's see yeah. what happens. Let's see if, yeah. if in and the so next... And so did we, for her. Yeah. In the next uh-huh. two to three months, let's see if they're back on the market. Yeah, okay. I, uh... Because believe it or not, people love this woman. And I do not understand why they love her. Let's, let's throw it out to our listeners. If you love the Kardashians, or know somebody that does, or know somebody who does, let us know. Email us. Tell us what is the big appeal. Right. Why you love them? What about them do you love? Because we haven't got a clue. They can't act. They can't sing. They can't write. I haven't seen them try to act. I have. Thank God, I haven't heard them try to sing. Uh, as far as I've ever seen, all they are is they have their picture taken and they're in magazines. They're models, that's, that's, essentially. Yeah. Well, and I haven't ever seen a model either. I've right. just seen them have their picture taken and then they're in Us magazine or or People or, who, you know, whoever. And then they marry weird people. Right. Um, a lot. Yes. Off and on. Do, I don't, I do, I don't, I wish I hadn't, and now I do again, and, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but I haven't ever seen them do anything of any import for anything. Of any talent. Yeah, well, or not even, not even, t- I mean, they got a lot of money. I haven't ever heard of them donating a money, a lot of money, like, uh, what's his face did to the Ebola 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Facebook I, a founder. Yeah, I have. I haven't heard of them doing anything other than self promotion via magazines right. and and online magazines and TMZ stuff and things like you know they show up at red carpet events. I don't know why <laughs> they get invited, but I don't know why. Right. Unless because there are so many people in the world who are so hung up on, like, oh, Oprah Winfrey ran over my toes. Oh, it yeah. made my day. You know, <sighs> if Kim Kardashian rolled over my toes, would that make my day? No, I'd sue a little bit <laughs> <laughs> for as much as I could get. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to hear if, if our listeners can, if you know, succinctly. You know, I don't need 14 paragraphs on the blessings of the Kardashian family. Right. But I would be curious to know what about them is appealing. They're fairly attractive. They have big butts, but that's a, that's a good thing these days. Thank God, because I have a big ass, too. Uh, but, the, you know, they're, and they're shapely, and they're attractive. But you know that that's not enough. Not in this day and age. You got well, never has been. Being beautiful has never been enough. You gotta bring something else to the table, something else. Hopefully, a brain. Failing that, something else besides just being cute. It takes more than that. Her next thing is now I I I don't know what Snapchat is. And I don't so either. I, I, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask but, you. Now, mind you, these are Maybe quotes. take a picture while you talk. Maybe. I mean, that's what I would guess it at. Uh, but mind you, this is what she is saying at a tech convention. Okay. Okay. Um, it says, she's all about Instagram, but not into Snapchat. Sorry. And this is her quote. I'm loving Instagram. I think you can be really creative and a little more intimate. It has more texture than just words, obviously, she told Swisher, later revealing that she doesn't use Snapchat. Sometimes there's too much out there. My little sisters use it, but I just don't have time. Now, mind you, these people that are sitting in the audience right now, they came to listen about the coding, the new stuff that's coming out for mobile technology. Not this backdoor Instagram. Do you know it's, what Instagram is? Yeah, you push the thing and you type in a text message and you send it. Uh, it's, it's except they're right there listening to it while you send it. Well, no, that's so Instagram that. is. I guess I don't know. What is Instagram. like Twitter, but oh, instead Here of <laughs> instead of writing a tweet, you take a picture of yourself. Uh huh. And you put your little whatever you have to say, and Uh then you post the picture. On Twitter? No, on Instagram. Instagram. A whole other thing. Yeah, it's it's a whole other social media. Well, how can you be more creative and more texture? What the fuck is that about? Does she know what the word texture means? I don't think so. Okay. I'm willing to believe she doesn't. Uh, Let's see. There are rules to Instagram. Duh. Just like the Kardashians doesn't think it's sexy to Instagram photos of food, she explains that she has a three-image rule in the same setting. And this is her quote. I try not to do more than three. It's oversaturating my feed, she explains. 
Now, by this time, if I was an audience wanting to hear something about uh, mobile technology, I would have left by now. Oh, because yeah. this... I don't have any idea what she's talking about. And I don't think it's just because I'm ignorant on the subject. She's not saying anything. Here's... Is she? Is she saying She's anything? not really saying anything, no. But here's the best three one. Three what? She doesn't do three what? More than three what? She doesn't post three more than three pictures a day of herself. On, what uh, what was the food thing? Back up again. What was the food thing? Food. It says that she doesn't think it's I, sexy it's, to Instagram photos of food. food. Yes. Then she says she only does three a day. What? Oh, because, yeah, the people that go eat dinner and they go, look, click, click, look at the hamburger I'm having. Right. Yeah, I get that. I see that a lot. I have a, I have a Facebook friend who likes to do that. And he does it on his foodie cooks, too. Look, I made enchiladas today. Click, click. Um, she says she's rumored to get paid ten thousand dollars to tweet are false. Oh, the rumors are false. Yeah, yeah she probably gets twenty. Yeah, really. Um, it says I would have to tweet every two seconds if that were true. She said. And she's saying she doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. You're talking to a woman who grew up learning how to communicate verbally with human beings, not. Not electronically. Come on, set me up. I'm, I'm waiting for you to set me You're up. You're waiting for my segue. I don't know if I can come up with one because I don't even know what the subject is. But Well, since we're on the topic of Cardassian, mm. one Cardassian, he oh, got away. Oh, He's yeah. free. I already, I already set you Be up free. on him. Yes. Um, not too long ago, he had his 65th birthday. Yes. And he was, let me just jump over to this website. Yeah, I set you up on him too early because I didn't know we were going to go there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for his 61st, yeah, well, 65th <laughs> birthday. Um, and they, they have a picture of Bruce and he's sitting in his car. And mind you, he was, uh, what was he, triathlon, wasn't he? Triathlon? Right? Yeah, I think he did the triathlon. And you see him, he's, he's toting, uh, you know, a, a cigarette people are like oh he's smoking now but w- wait a minute what is that what's what's that on his fingers there <laughs> let me see let is me, he bleeding let, let, let me just take look let's see yeah he's there he is lighting a cigarette let me see if i can zoom in what is that on his fingers is that yeah that's nail polish look at those pretty pink fingernails are you tweeting no i'm i'm looking up what his sport was. Oh, uh, okay. Former U.S. track and field decathlon. That's oh, it. he's a de- decathlon. Oh, okay. okay. That's where they do 10 different track and field right. things. And he, like, golded and everything. Okay. Well, Bruce is, looks like it's evidently he's on his way to becoming Brittany. Um, yeah, he's got those nice, pretty pink. He doesn't uh, have lipstick on. Why not? Uh, he's got nail polish on and a lovely ring yes so he's his nails are not very you know and that 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 tells you something (laughs) folks and I I heard this online and I have to laugh and it's not my joke but I'm still in it anyway because I laugh that's what happens when you spend 20 something years with the Cardassians it'll turn your ass gay (laughs) well that's possible has he actually been that many years with him yes hmm Oh, oh. oh man! 
man. I knew she was going to. Well, even if you didn't have anything about her, I was going to. So, but I'll tell you what later. Okay. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and close it out with this. Yeah, we're done with Bruce. The poor guy. Um, so what happens is, is I, I forgot to write it down. I do apologize. I will make do, um. Everybody doesn't know why we just went, oh. Well, yeah. You're going to tell them. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, what had happened was, is I got a tweet, uh, his name is Robert. I, I can't think of his Twitter handle. I do apologize. Uh, but Robert sent me this, and he's like, "Hey, did you hear the new, you know, uh, the the hit or uh, what's her name, Taylor Swift?" Mm. And I was like, "No, I hadn't heard it." And, and he said, "Well, when I seen that or uh, the picture that I'm about to show, he's like, I thought of Sadie because we were laughing like last year." And somebody had called her Tadoff Switler. And oh, yeah, we were yeah, laughing about yeah, that. Yeah. And when he seen this picture, he said he thought of you instantly. That's funny. That's and funny. that's what it is. Is it's Tadoff Switler. Oh Jesus. What is she doing? Is she is she trying is that her Halloween costume or what? Um Or did somebody do that to her picture? Yeah, somebody did that. Oh, I see it. I see it. You know, the funny thing is, and, and I was gonna bring her up, you know how I love Taylor. Yeah. And how I love talking about her and giving her all the airtime we can and promotion and everything. <clears throat> the bitch has ruined the voice. She's on there now? She's they have well, you know, they have I don't know if you watch the show, but the, the people come on and they sing. Right. And if they get picked, then they go on teams with the various coaches. They got right. four different people that are coaches. And then uh, the coaches, they get some professionals in the industry that are their friends to come out and help them coach. And then they they go out and they sing and they say, oh, gee, you're better. Okay, we keep you. Or no, you're not so better. We leave you and like that. Right. Well, then they have just been going on and having more performances. But was that good enough? Oh, no. They decided that now they're getting rid of the supplemental coaches that, that joined them for the second part of it. Uh-huh. And they got Taylor Swift in there with each of the coaches. Taylor Swiftler. Yeah. And she's... Now, I gotta—I have to be fair. I have to be honest. She has given them some very good hints of how to uh, perform better as, you know, when they're on the stage. Because uh-huh. these are these are newbies. They're, they're people off the street who sing. Right. So they don't have, in some cases, there are some with some performance experience, but not many. And so her role in the whole thing is to say, well, instead of just standing there in front of the mic with your guitar, why don't you lose the guitar and walk around the stage and dance and do this and that? That's that's what she does. And she, she tells them, you should try this, try that, you know. And and her her advice in many cases has been on point as far as I could see. She hasn't misled them. But it's just irritating the crap out of me that she's there, number one. And number two, that she even does have anything right to say about it. It's just pissing me off because I want to hate her totally. And I and I, I got to give her uh, credit for not being hateful enough. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. So, but no, I can't. I just. Oh. So what the picture is, she's in New York. She was made the Grand Marshal of New York. Now, mind you, she's Grand from... Grand Marshal of a parade in New York? 
No, she is the Grand Marshal of New York. There's no such thing. There's got to be a parade or they something. They made it. They they made her Grand Marshal of New York. What the fuck? And, oh, it's got to be for the Thanksgiving Day Parade or something. Well, I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, okay, all right. Now, mind you, she's from, like, more northeast area. I think she's from Pennsylvania or somewhere in that area. Yeah, go ahead. I'll Google it. Because I really don't know. But she's never lived in New York. She don't. Right now, she doesn't live in New York. But they still, they made her, excuse me, they made her this Grand Marshal, and that's where she's at right now, is, is she's, you know, accepting the whatever she's getting. And it comes from her new album, because like I said, she's releasing a new album. Yeah, it's called 1989. Or wasn't I supposed to say that? No, you can say that. Oh, but there's one particular song on there that caught it was it was said to be uh, what's what's the mayor's name? Giuliani? Is it no is, well, I, I don't know. I thought it was uh probably was uh, twenty years ago. I was it Bloomberg? I don't know. I think it's Bloomberg. But anyway, they they say that uh, Swift and, and the the mayor they kinda got together and they kinda plotted this whole thing out. Because her new song, uh, well, one of her new songs on the new album is called Welcome to New York. It's a brand new song. And guess what, Sadie? No, we're going to listen to it. I have that song. Oh, Taylor Swift was born in Reading, Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Or Reading, depending on how you say it. It's spelled Reading, so I don't know. Okay. No, I was just curious as to who was um, the mayor Mayor of of, New York City. Okay. I'll work on that one. Yeah. And this is a a little snippet of the cover. Um, Like you said, Taylor Swift, 1989 is the, the, the name of the album. The name of the track is Welcome to New York. Uh, and the mayor of New I'm York top. is Bill de Bliss- Blissel? It's me. It's me. I don't know how I got elected with a name like that. Yeah, really. Mm. Um, so I don't know if it's him or previous de mayor. Blasio, I guess. De Blasio, De Blasio. D E B L A S I O. They put together this whole promotional campaign for New York and even though she's never lived in New York she did a song called Welcome to New York and though this is probably going to make Sadie want to attack me let's listen to a little bit of it Okay, that's some really talented shit right there. I'm telling you, the lyrics that just stir my soul. Welcome to New York. Welcome, welcome to New York. York. Welcome, welcome to, to New York. York. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. I wonder how many times she said "Welcome to New York" in 15 seconds. I don't know. Because that's all. That's all Have I can take. Listen to the whole thing. No, no, I can only do 15 seconds. No, I couldn't. Um, I don't. I. You know. I'm. I'm really torn about this child. I told Ernie, I said, you know, I've read a lot of her songs. 
because last year when we were talking about her and I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt and everything, and I read a lot of her lyrics, and they just suck. They just do. But then so do Beavers. And then I had to stop and think back over time. Aside from the Beatles, who I don't care who you are or what planet you live on, the Beatles could never do wrong. Right. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. Okay. Aside from the Beatles, there are very few lyricists of the modern times that did write all that well. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, especially back in the doo-wop age, you know, there was a... It, it, I, again, I'm from the wrong era. I, my, my taste in music runs like way, way back to Irving Berlin, um, Colt Porter, people like that who were masters with lyrics. They wrote lyrics uh, to songs that, that told stories. And, but, but beautifully, the, the, the intricacies of getting just the right word not to fit the music but to knit together with all the other words in the song you know they they were masters at that and those are only two there were hundreds well not hundreds but there were lots of of lyricists who were just masters at that and there are a few today but even back in the 60s which was my time for hooping and hollering okay I have to admit that uh, not all of the lyrics out of that time were necessarily sensical or well-written as they were in the 30s and 40s, which is the music I grew up on. Right. And so I, as much as I want to say she shouldn't be where she is because she writes shitty lyrics, I can't honestly say that. Because, yes, they're shitty lyrics, but everybody's doing it. That's true. Speaking of doing so, it. So, what are you going to say? You know. Yes, speaking of doing it. I missed one. I missed a... Uh, uh, Only one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I missed a uh, uh, little tell. Now, originally we were going to close out with... Uh, the secret. Tadoff Switler, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that was oh, it. Oh, that was the secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, thank him, thanks, Robert. Robert, for thinking of me. Um, what I missed, and, and I don't know how I missed this, because this was our, supposed to be our number one story. Um, Farrah Abraham. Now, she was the teen mom. She uh, got pregnant. Uh, she went to MTV. And then after that, she did the the anal sex video. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the, the she, plastic body parts. I'm glad you bring that up. I'm glad you brought up the body parts. Anyway, so she... she Went on MTV, had the baby, became like a pseudo-celeb. Then she went and made the porn tape, and then she said she found Jesus, and then she wrote a book about being a good Christian mom, and then she wrote an erotic book uh, based on her sex uh, video. And now she's like, well, that all ruined my life. I'm staying away from the sex industry for now on. I am... A born-again Christian, go Jesus, and then just the other day, she put out this tweet. It says, 
My sex toys can grant your deepest wishes. And that's Fair Abraham. That's the top of those sex toys. And that is her sex doll, you know, with the, the vagina and the anus oh, yeah. that she's holding. And she's dressed up as a uh, princess. princess, ice princess or something. Oh, frozen problem. Problem. Yeah. So, so much for her finding Jesus. I, I guess Jesus was at the sex shop again. And <laughs> she's off sex, but onto the toys. Yeah. She's on the wrong toy. That's a girl toy. Well, that's her. That's her. Well, I know, but I mean, you know, if you're giving up sex for toys, at least pick the right sex for right. the toys. Well, maybe that is the right sex for her. Well, I went and I did a little. I, I was going to say I did a little deep dip. Digging. I don't think that would have been appropriate. <laughs> um, anyway, she was at this sex convention and she was selling her uh, her sex toy of her mold. Mm. So that's her her mold that she's carrying. So so much for was she selling Bibles at the same time? Mm. Well, you know how it is. We all say, "Oh, I'm going to go on a diet Monday," or "I'm on a diet," and then ice cream comes our way. You know, we all backslide right so maybe this is her backslide funny how she always goes back to sex yeah (laughs) well that's what got her famous she she hadn't had sex and got pregnant she would never got you know who i'd like for us to to do a thing on is uh the the octomom i haven't have you heard anything about her lately i haven't heard anything in years i know nothing about the kids or anything they must be getting bigger by now Okay, I'll do that. I'm just idly curious. Next week, yeah. I'll... I'll uh, see if she's up to any no good. I'll do some searching, and, I'll, yeah. and we'll do a little segment see on her. See what she's up to. Just out of curiosity. I know what the other one's up to. Goslin. She's going to be on that Trump show where he fires everybody. He oh, The Apprentice. And then he fires them. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, anyway, the, uh, the Apprentice. Yeah, she's going to be on that. Yeah. Just goes to show you don't need any brains to be on a show or run one. That's true. Mm, just a bad tooth. <laughs> All right, kids, that's it for this week. Come back next week, and we're going to have some more Hollywood goodness. Oh, boy, and it was yummy today. Yes, it was. <laughs> for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am S. Cindy Burbank. And you heard what we think, and now you know. See you next week. Bye-bye. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. Or S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Go make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.